are listening to Kayo Conversations, a podcast about anything and everything that matters to Kayo Megas. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of our podcast. Thank you for joining us. I'm Leslie Harrington, CEO for Kayamega, and we are kicking off season three with one of our fabulous collegiate members from the Pi Alpha chapter at the University of Cincinnati, Ms. Naya Mensa. Naya is a recent graduate of our Nancy Walton Lloyd Leadership Institute of Kayamega and is entering her senior year, pursuing a degree in nursing with a focus on antepartum and postpartum mother and baby care. At the root of her academic pursuits is a passion for women's health and a deep desire to change the outcomes for underrepresented patients and mothers. On campus, she participates in 600 plus hours of preceptor guided experiences in a women's labor delivery and neonatal intensive care unit to gain real world hands-on experience. In her limited free time, Naya is also a student ambassador to first-year BSN students, part of the International Study Abroad Program, and happens to be the BSN 2024 Senior Class President. When she's not out striving to change the world of women's health, she's pouring big energy into her chapter as member educator or GM, and she's also previously served as Pi Alpha's Panhellenic Delegate. So Sister Naya, on behalf of mothers everywhere, Thank you for what you do and for being with our podcasters today. Yeah, I'm so excited. I cannot wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's so much that I want to ask you. So I want to start from the very beginning. Take me back to going through recruitment for you and tell me what about Chi Omega felt like home to you? Oh, my goodness. Where do I even start? Honestly, so I was a 2020 senior graduate. So that was during covid yeah. And it was a really different experience than most people are going through for formal recruitment. Um, everything was online. My entire recruitment was virtual. Um, mm -hmm. I really had to look at the Instagrams and the social medias to get a good gauge of like, oh, what chapters do we have here at my um, at my university? And like, um, what is like the vibe of all the chapters? Of course, it's limited. You can get only so much from social media. And I really wanted yeah. to know the girls. But the one thing that stood out to me about Chi Omega was that I didn't see one type of woman. I saw all different types of women and I was like, oh, I can really see myself here. But of course I kept my options open because I hadn't gone through recruitment yet. So I went through recruitment and I talked to the girls and I talked to the older girls, especially. Um, mm -hmm. There's like three in particular that I'm thinking of, um, Evie Armitage, Kate Hardy and Sophia Paul. And they all were exactly the type of woman that I aspired to be. And mm -hmm. I was like, okay, yeah, I can see myself in this chapter. Like I had to ask myself, what do I want to be at the end of my four years? And it was that type of woman. They embodied everything that I wanted to be. And so that was really the reason. Honestly, that was my YKO. <laughs> well, your YKO is pretty impressive. And Pi Alpha must be pretty impressive to have that kind of impact. And kudos to them for their social media presence because, you know, it really worked when you were cyberstalking them. I was cyberstalking. That's exactly <laughs> Yeah, they did awesome. They were amazing. Well, that's wonderful to hear. And you are currently Pi Alpha's new member educator, right? Yes, I am. <laughs> so you must have a brand new class of new members. Tell us, you know, about the education underway and how it's going. Oh my goodness. I am so excited. We just yeah. started. So we had bid day this past Sunday. I've been planning and prepping. Yes, that's that. 
I've been planning and prepping all summer with my new member team and I had the amazing bid day chair, which she helped out so much. I couldn't have done it without her. And the entire team has just been so supportive the entire time. It's a lot. This yeah. role is pretty big. There's a lot to do, a lot of programming, but I have felt supported and loved the entire way. And honestly, there's been a few moments, of course, that are going to be stressful, but that's just inevitable. But I have felt so loved and supported by everyone. My executive board has been amazing. My advisors have been amazing, reaching out to me, asking me if I need anything, Starbucks runs, literally anything. Yeah. They're just They're just always there for me. But um, I'm so excited for this fall. Honestly, we just got done with formal pledging ceremony. So that was last night. And that was awesome. They're beautiful. They're intelligent. They embody everything that Kai Omega stands for. And I'm so excited. Honestly, the future of Kai is bright. They are amazing. I'm excited. (laughs) Well, I know it is with you as their GM. I mean, what a woman to look up to. Uh, Your uh, field of study is pretty intense also. Uh, and nursing programs are very demanding. So tell me, how does your experience in women's health kind of translate to Chi Omega, and how have your sisters supported you along the way in your studies? That's a really interesting question, and it took me a little bit to think about that. Um, For women's health especially, it's such an interesting field, and it's so different from the rest of nursing. It's just very, very specialized. But honestly, working there, so I work on an antepartum and postpartum unit, And my hopes is to be a midwife. That's the end goal. I want to catch babies. (laughs) That's the end goal. But I want to be a labor and delivery nurse. So I'm getting my foot into antepartum and postpartum right now. And there's a lot of health disparities that go along, especially in the city of Cincinnati, where I am. So um, honestly, I've noticed that just being an advocate for people and listening to them is what a lot of these moms need. And that translate to um, that translates to Chi Omega for me personally with my role because honestly these new members just need someone to cheer them on and an advocate for them. So right. that's how they kind of go hand in hand with each other. But yeah, that's what I would say <laughs> to that answer. Well, you know, in Chi Omega, people often say that Chi Omegas are doers and achievers, and we always have a plan. And I um, know that. Uh, young mothers who are giving birth also usually have a birth plan. Yes. And it's very important to them how they would like this event to take place and that someone is listening to them so that we can carry it out as close to possible. Uh, How do you listen to them when it comes to their plan? Yes. And honestly, the part that I am in, like the city of Cincinnati and like where my hospital is located, it's, we have a lot of lower class socioeconomic mothers. Mm -hmm. So, um, it's all not always puppies and sunshine and rainbows in that scenario. Um, we have a lot of, there's a lot of darkness too. So it's not every mom's happiest day. So I would say, honestly, just asking them, how are you? And then I follow up, how are you doing really? Because honestly, when you ask someone how they're doing, and I tell people this during recruitment as well, I mean, it goes hand in hand with each other, but in the hospital, I ask them, how are you doing? And then someone's answer, natural response is, I'm fine. I'm doing good. Right. And then you say, okay, how are you doing really? And they're like, oh, and then they open up and that gives them like space to open up and be vulnerable. And so then they're like, oh, I'm actually not doing well. You know, um, I have a lot of stuff going on. I'm not sure how I'm going to handle this. Maybe I'm a first time mother. And I love a lot of what women's health is about. And especially postpartum, you have a lot of first time moms. So it's a lot about education because they've never done this before. So Mm -hmm. being there with them every step of the way is so important. And just asking them, are you doing okay? Do you need some help? And it's okay to have help. Because I feel like especially 
here in the States as well, women feel like we have to be this strong, independent, just body all the time. And that's yes. just so not accurate. I feel like there is strength and power in being independent and strong, but I feel that there's also a lot of beauty in being soft and vulnerable and emotional. I think that's the beauty that us as women have. And that's a power that we hold. That's so unique. So unique. you couldn't be more right. I mean, part of our beauty is that our emotions range all of, all through the gamut. Yeah. And it's really when we are at our worst and how we resiliently come out of that and become productive again is really a process. And it seems like you're having conversations that highlight that process. And I can tell that being an advocate for underrepresented patients and mothers is very, very important to you. Tell us a little bit more for those of us that aren't in that landscape, you know, what other discrepancies are you seeing? And, you know, what do you hope to change in our healthcare system to, to help? Like I said, we have lower class socioeconomic mothers that come into the hospital. So um, just having a interdisciplinary team like social work, um, sometimes they're CPS cases, child protective services. So just making sure that our team is all understanding and they have, we're all in the same plan and we go into every case individually because it's all about patient care. So I'd say that one thing, one example that I can think of off of the top of my head is that we have a lot of black mothers in specific, um, a lot of young mothers, a lot of black mothers, and sometimes um, not only black mothers, but just women of color. Sometimes mm -hmm. um, if you, we have a pain score that we always ask them, how are you? Um, what's your pain? How do you rate that on a scale of one to 10? Um, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, always a 10. Always a 10. <laughs> Especially in postpartum, I mean, that's that's a lot of pain. <laughs> um, I feel like sometimes nurses and healthcare workers don't always hear their patient. Um, and if a patient says, I'm in pain, they're in pain. And we should take that seriously. And I think that results in a lot of accidents that we, we want to try and mitigate. So um, a postpartum hemorrhage, um, when the mother bleeds out, that's um, we want to try and mitigate that. Um, just asking them, like, how is your pain? Where's your pain? Where is it located? What's it feel like? Things like that. Just like trying to get a big picture of what the pain is like. Pain is a big one because, yeah. you know, especially in the city of Cincinnati, and I know lots of cities across the U.S. are like this, but we have a high infant um, mortality rate and high mother mortality rate mm. during birth. So um, just to try to mitigate that, just asking the mom, how are you feeling? How is your baby are you doing okay? How's the pain? Um, and just being warm and welcoming, um, I think is so, so important. So yeah. <laughs> well, that, that warmth and your welcoming demeanor really break down a barrier. And as you mentioned, make mothers feel more comfortable to be really honest and not like me and say, I'm at a 10 all the time. I'm at a 10. <laughs> so I think that helps just the back and forth and all that honest communication. Uh, how do you deal with, um, and I'm sure you're experiencing it now, um, the comparison between their life story, their unique lived experience, and yours? You're young, and you may not have had the same birth story that they are having. So how do you um, relate to them in that way? 
Yes. So it is hard for me, honestly, a little bit to relate to them on that level. Like simple things like breastfeeding or even going like giving birth. I have yeah. no experience in that. Absolutely mm-hmm. none. So it's hard for me to try. Um, like if a mother does want to breastfeed, for example, I have no ex- no idea how to do that, obviously. So um, um, our lactation team, um, they are so they're in our interdisciplinary team and they help out so much and they really give us the education and the resource that we need to be able to educate our moms. So honestly, just utilizing them is a game changer for me. And also just, I think just listening to them and just helping them along the way is honestly how I do it. And then I talk to, I have so, I have a big support system at the hospital. So the nurses are always welcome and like ready for me to learn whatever I can. And then I get a lot from them. I like to be a sponge and just soak up as much as I can. So I'm still learning and it's different, but that's how I, that's how I do it. Okay. Naya, tell me, I know as a nurse, you are kind of the coach for these women and how do you serve as their coach when you are young and may not have had this experience or some of the experiences that go along with childbirth? How do you talk them through things? That's a really good question. So honestly, like you said, I have never experienced this. I have never, like for example, breastfeeding, never done before. Um, Even having a baby, never done before. So it is a little hard for me to connect, but I find that honestly, these moms just need a friend. So um, just being a friend to them and helping them out and knowing that they're not alone, it's really helpful. And we have an interdisciplinary team. We have a lactation team. We have residents and physicians and nurses out the wazoo, nurse practitioners. We have so many people that are there to support these moms and these babies. So um, just collaborating with them is how I help them the best that I can. (laughs) I love that. Team effort takes a village. Every mother is grateful for the team. I know that's true. Okay, I want to talk now about your recent experience at the Chi Omega Laurie Leadership Institute flagship session last spring uh, that you attended in Memphis. For our listeners who may not know, this is a really hands-on leadership program led by a team of talented Chi Omega facilitators, and the participants in it receive training and skill development to grow both personally and professionally as leaders. So now I would love to know what made you interested in the program in the first place and what was the experience like? Yes. Oh my goodness. I could rave about this forever, honestly. Um, I've never been to anything that was so life-changing in regards to my skill set. I don't know if that makes any sense. But um, I had we had previous um, two officers previously that went. Um, our previous GNV, who's also our current GNV, she has two consecutive years because she's just so amazing. Um, but our GNV and our previous GH actually went. And mm-hmm they were talking about it and they raved about it and they said that they got so much from it. And I thought that this would be the perfect opportunity for me. I love anything, anything leadership, honestly, is right up my alley. I love, I love leadership workshops, experiences, um, all, all the things. But I think that um, when I went to Nancy Walton, I found so much about myself that I didn't even know. And I had taken, they had us take the Clifton strengths test and find out our um, top strengths. And um, I had taken it before, but I, when I went to the leadership experience, um, we really got to dive deep into what those strengths mean and how we can use those strengths to just make ourselves better and help the people around us and collaborate with each other. And I had the really good opportunity. Our GH actually went with me and we went together, which was really, really special. 
um, we are in the same pledge class. We did not, we were close, but we weren't like super close, but this leadership brought us together and the friendships that I made here was incredible. We actually had a lot of the collegians and a lot of the alumna. They actually reached out to us during recruitment week and at the beginning of new member programming. I mean, so many of them. And they were encouraging us and just wishing us so much luck for the week. And they were just like, you're going to get so many amazing women. I'm just so excited for you. So the support is unreal. And it really goes across the country. I mean, I had people from Florida and Texas and Kentucky and Tennessee. They were all messaging us and we felt so loved and so supported. But um, Okay, back to Nancy Walton. Nancy Walton was absolutely amazing. Like I said, the sisterhood is unreal. The friendships that I made was amazing. I learned so much about myself. And something cool that I mentioned, I went with my GH. She and I have completely opposite skill sets. And that made me think, oh, that's why we work so well together. <laughs> like she has all of the executing skill sets and I have all of the interpersonal skill sets. So that's why we work so well together. And then it made me think, oh, well, that's why I work better with some people and then it takes a little bit more effort to work with others. And then I love that they focused on not focusing on your weaknesses, but focusing on your strengths to really get better. And I just love the experience so much. It was amazing. I can't even really put it into words. It was so exhilarating. It was fun. And I felt so much, the morale was so high. I loved it there. <laughs> well, I think those are beautiful words about the experience. And I, I love hearing about you and the GH kind of seeing what your superpowers are and learning to leverage them. You know, Superman doesn't think at all about kryptonite because he's so skilled in other areas, right? Uh, so that's really interesting that you're able to discover yourself even, you know, at your, um, you know, late age in college. That's wonderful. <laughs> Uh, speaking of your late age in college, I know you're entering your senior year and I know you're excited and totally ready for the real world. Aside from the nursing program, uh, how do you think Chi Omega has maybe prepared you for life after graduation? <sighs> I try not to think about this, <laughs> but I also try to reflect a lot about my time here. Um, I still have two more semesters, but I get a little emotional when I talk about this because Chi Omega has given me so much. And so it's. It's amazing just to see the woman that I came into college as and to see the woman that I am now. It's, I am just, the growth is amazing and I have learned so much about myself, the friendships that I made. Um, I'll give you a little backstory. So I came into college not really knowing who I was. I was in a whirlwind of emotions because COVID just happened. And so my senior year was lost and the friendships I made kind of dwindled away the social distancing and we just weren't getting connected there was a lot of um like political turmoil at the time in 2020 so it kind of separated a lot of me and my friends that i had made in high school and so that was really really disappointing but i came into college i was like i need to find my group i need to find my people and i need to find me i need to find myself and what it is that i'm gonna make my mark on this world as and chi omega did that for me I have never felt so loved and supported by a large group of women in my entire life. And I really can't say thank you enough to Chi Omega for making me into the woman that I am today. It's, it's absolutely, it's just crazy to me to think of where I was in August of 2020. And now here it almost being September of 2023. And I have a few months left of school. Um, my confidence has grown tremendously. If I were to do this, 
that we're doing today, my freshman year. Oh, would have never done it. Endlessly. And if you were to tell me that I would have had been on executive board for two years and been able to help lead my chapter, would have never thought that. And be just seeing, I had a little moment, especially I told you that we had bid day on the Sunday. I had a little moment where I just saw everyone we had like a dance party in our driveway and the music was blasting. Everyone was having a good time. There were bubbles being blown and everyone was in there. Um, they're pink and they're yellow and just so vibrant colors and everyone was having a good time and everyone was hugging each other. And the morale was, like I said before, the morale was so high. And I just took a minute. I rested my arm on the mailbox that we have in front of our house. And I was like, wow, is this it? This is it. And then I was like, wait, no, this is for a lifetime. This yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I just had a moment and I was feeling so nostalgic and I was feeling bittersweet. And I was like, my very last midday as a collegiate. Wow. But I'm just so grateful to what Kai Omega has given me. And I want to do everything that I can to give it back and reciprocate that. So um, my four my four years here have been nothing short of electric. That's the word to say, electric. <laughs> I love hearing that. I'm so glad that you had that moment on the mailbox where you had this full circle moment. And I too remember August 2020 when all we wanted to do was smile at people and hug them and you couldn't because uh, it was just, you know, a rough time for everybody. Uh, and, you know, knowing what we know now, we've all come a long way, um, myself and you included. And I'm so glad that you stuck with us and that we were able to help shape you. And I know you have helped shape Kai Omega. Thank you so much. It's been amazing. I can't even, I, that's all I have to say. <laughs> I love Kai Omega. I love it. That is all we need to hear. And Naya, <laughs> it has been such a pleasure to talk to you today. What have we left out? Is there anything that you'd like our Kyo Conversations listeners to know about you or about nursing or about the Pi Alpha chapter? Tell us. I just want to say I love the Pi Alpha chapter with my entire heart. Like I said before, the big group of women, I have never felt so loved and so supported by every single woman in this chapter. They're each so intentional and genuine. And if you saw my phone notifications, the amount of texts that I received throughout recruitment week and on bid day, and even this morning is just absolutely unreal. I felt so loved and supported and I have nothing else better to do than to love Kyo. That's the only thing that I can do. <laughs> but um, I do want to shout out my Pledge Class 2023, my new members. They're amazing. I love them, snaps to them. It was so great. And like I said before, Kai Omega, the future is so bright and the state of the fraternity is so, so strong. <laughs> well, you couldn't be more right. I feel the same way. And I'm so proud of you. You make Kai Omega proud. And so does Pi Alpha. Pi Alpha, I know you're watching today. Please, please hear this sincere thanks from the executive headquarters for this woman that you have recruited and all the women you recruited this fall uh, and beyond. And I want to say thank you, Naya, one more time for saying yes to Kai Omega and yes to this podcast. And thanks to everyone, really, for tuning in to Kyo Conversations today. We are in our third season. And you, and if you missed anything from seasons one or two, you can go back and find them all on our website at kaiomega.com. And we are looking for guests. So if you know anyone, Kai Omega or not, 
that you think our sisters would like to hear from in our next broadcast, please email us at chiomega at chiomega.com and be sure to like, comment, and follow us on social media so that you can be sure to join our next Kyo conversation. Thank you.